not to say exactly where I live, but I'll say right now I live right within close driving distance of the cryptid, the International Cryptid Museum, um, <laughs> which I've been to maybe more than once. Um, <laughs> maybe more than once. My well, favorite well, haunt. Yeah, exactly. I think I texted you the picture of the furry trout. Was <laughs> it? Yeah, that was a furry trout. That's a really funny one. Hey, welcome to Close Comments, the podcast where we read things other people post online and try to guess what they're talking about. I'm Sam. And I'm Nick. And this is the, I'd say, the cryptozoological episode. We did animals, and now we're doing cryptids, which is yeah. something I'm fascinated by, and Nick is humoring me. I don't know. I don't know how into cryptids you are. I don't know if I'm, like, super into cryptids. I would say, you know, I'm not saying this is going to be a one-off episode, and maybe it'll be, like, our third animals one technically but uh, i like cryptids i like i feel like i watched a lot of monster quests as a teenager if you're familiar with that show or lost lost tape no i'm not maybe you're more into it than me actually well that was just like on sci-fi it was like a show where they kind of brought cryptids to life with like found footage to kind of make seem more you know like there was like oh no these like it almost was like a narrative show in the way that uh like X I don't know Files? I yeah i guess kind of like in x files or unsolved mysteries yes probably more closely buzzfeed unsolved <laughs> buzzfeed unsolved yes i wasn't actually even sure though like the definition of cryptid it's like an animal like sasquatch or the loch ness monster that is claimed to exist but it's never been proven to exist which kind of means that like nothing can be a real cryptid because as soon as it gets discovered it's not a cryptid anymore almost yeah the definition i I kept repeating in my mind was it's an animal that may or may not exist that science does not recognize. So yeah, like you were saying, if suddenly we find out about Bigfoot being real tomorrow, then it's not it'll no longer. Anymore. Yeah, so a big loss for the community, I'll say. It can that's make what, it, that's really yeah. their that's really their like a lister. If I was a real cryptozoologist, 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 I'd be frustrated by the fact that as soon as you, if you ever succeed in proving that anything exists, it's not in your field anymore. <laughs> I mean, were black swans cryptids before they discovered they existed? Oh, maybe. Anyway, I've got us off track. You found a site called the Cryptid. What was it called? Cryptid Cryptids Wiki? with a Z dot fandom dot. The wiki that anyone can edit, which yes, is somewhat that, evident by what's on. Yes, that is very important to point out at the very top of the episode. With all cryptozoology, I don't know where we would have looked to maybe find very credible uh, experts, but I can't imagine anybody with a doctorate is posting to this website. But Yeah, I wouldn't say any of these would make it into like Nature Magazine or anything. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely like, Sam, you're big into sci-fi and fantasy too. And I feel like a lot of the stuff in here is based off of uh, like, like, you know, what's his name? Uh Ron Hubbard. Mm. He's been mentioned in this podcast before. I'm just blanking on it. Sure. <laughs> you want me to just list off like sci-fi? Oh, no. Lo- like Lovecraft. <laughs> sci-fi guys. No, it's yeah, like, love- I-, I was thinking okay. of Lovecraft. Yeah, like yeah. Lovecraft. Some of mine do verge into kind of folklore kind of stuff. The, yeah, the line same. between cryptid and folklore is kind of blurry. Yeah, I would agree. Do you want to go first? Or? Sure, yeah. I'll you go usually first. go first. So let's not change yeah. anything. Let's, let's not change let's... anything. And But I am taking into account that Sam does know more about cryptids than me. So <laughs> oh, okay. if, if I just... <laughs> it's not going to seem that way by the time this <laughs> If I is. ended up putting more, you know, maybe more... Uh, <sighs> maybe more <laughs> rare cryptids, you know, maybe not, maybe not for the surface level fans. But if I did that, uh, sorry, but I did that because I knew I was going against Sam. I would say I 
watched most of the X-Files episodes. That's what I mean when I say I'm like a cryptid fan. But mm. I went the other route because I kind of assumed you have more, you're more of a reality guy than I am maybe. So I picked at least some more well-known cryptids, hoping yeah, that, that it's not just going to be you doing what I do in some episodes and just get, yeah. getting furious. <laughs> furious well, in the bloopers. You know, it can't all be on you to, you know, defend your crown in that way because I have been looking for cryptid for this podcast episode. You know, I can't really take all the blame. Let's start it off, Sam. We're going to cryptids.fandom.com where I found these comments. And this is from a fandom user. So just nobody decided to make a username. And they said, I'd like to know some further details of the Ohio site. I'm part of a team here in Akron and I've not heard anything about this sighting anywhere but here. Ohio returns the podcast. Oh, fuck. One of mine's from Ohio. Should Ooh. I guess? <laughs> um, <laughs> I might have to guess one of mine. Um, I'm going to just throw some things out there, hoping it's not the one I picked, because I did pick one from Ohio. Um, <laughs> is this uh, Mothman is not Ohio? Has this thing appeared on the X-Files? Wait, Ooh. second question. Have you seen any of the X-Files? No, I have not. Oh, okay. Is this Simeon, you say? Yes. It is? Is this not Bigfoot, not Sasquatch? Is this Mapping Quarry? <laughs> no. That's like another, right. it's basically a folklore Bigfoot. I think that's from South America, though. Um, I would say, though, Sam, you're extremely close. So stay on the, stay on the squatch, squatch the trail. Squatch wagon. Yeah. <laughs> um, so humanoid. It, could you shake this thing's hand? It appears. Okay, so. Though some people in the comments dispute otherwise. Not a Yeti. I have more comments, too. Yeah, hit me with another comment. From Cryptids Oof. Could be a normal or large wolf with extra limbs grown on its back. There have been times when cats have grown furry little wings on their back, though they are not used to fly and are you and then Mr. Gut Feeling says they don't fly, do they? Do they? I would say this does fly from the report. Like one of those Native American Thunderbirds. Mm, a good guess. I was gonna pick a Thunderbird, but I didn't end up doing that. Is the the Jersey Devil? Incorrect. Mothman? Incorrect. Would you like another comment? Yeah. From Hyena Day, they have two comments. First one, top pick is dot 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 weirdly cute. And I'm not going to describe the pick, but... And then the other comment is, so it's basically a winged werewolf in appearance. Seems kind of far-fetched, but it would be cool if it existed. Like a skin changer? Mm, a... I, think you, I think you were close, but closer before. A closer with the Jersey Devil or the Yeti? The uh, with the Yeti. With the Yeti and the Sasquatch, yeah. Uh, but Yeti can fly. But Yeti can um, fly. A flying Sasquatch? Uh, one, that, one of the monkey men from The Wizard of Oz. Oh, that's, 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 I mean, those would be called what this is. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to need a name, Sam. God. I hoped maybe you would have seen it on your on your research. Oh, I definitely didn't see any flying monkey man in my research. <laughs> I'm just sure I have to like somehow guess. I don't think I have it in my head, but maybe I can like put it together. Yeah, just... you, that's what I thought. You should be able to put it together. And this person basically gives you a combination of cryptids and you got to make a name out of it. So from zombie hater 779, I'd say it's a mutation. In reply to that, the wit titan says, I'd say it's a mix between a mothman, a gremlin, a god goblin and a skunk and it's not just called like the flying monkey or something no it's um not. is it like the ohio something no th there's no the ohio um, location based flyer this is a very i would say the trivial ohio name. bander log no it's not as cool it i would say it's not a, a, a well i mean if it depends on what you think about you know a, a name but it doesn't have like the the flying wolf of 
Akron. <laughs> uh, the monkey, the monkey king. That's a good one. We I have to create our own cryptid real... by the end of this. Well, like I said in my text, you a lot of these seem like they were created maybe in a kind of earlier version of Photoshop before they like just sticking different. Like there's yeah. no, the difference between cryptids and animals we know is there aren't that many animals. I mean, someone can correct me if I'm wrong, if anyone's paying attention but like right. most animals we know are like one they're like one thing they're like coherent whereas cryptids <laughs> have like a bunch of different things like stuck onto them like it's like the like wings and the monkey body and the bird feet or whatever mm. would it help um, if i told you the description of the creature uh it can't hurt okay <laughs> or or would you like the I'd tail like you, i'd like for you to make the sound you think it makes Ooh. okay um I think it would sound right because I'm going to, well, you already know it's part Sasquatch, part Bigfoot. So I'm going to say it's that mixed with like if the Bigfoot sound is like. Oh, no, you have to actually like, make the sound. Well, I have to let's make get it. some Foley. Okay. All right. Here we go. No, ready? you, you don't have to. It's fine. No, I'll do it. I'm okay. ready. I'll hold the mic a little farther away <laughs> so I don't peek anything. Uh, okay. Ready. Well, I need, I need other silence. Every. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> that was good. I still have no idea. <laughs> still okay. not closer to. Okay. I'm guessing what this thing could. Uh, is it like the simian demon, the no. bat monkey? <gasps> oh wait, that, that was close. close. <laughs> okay, Sam, you're the, stay right there. The, I'll read you the description. Okay. <laughs> this creature was said to have yellow eyes, a dog-like muzzle, blue fur, sharp teeth, bird-like feet, and leathery bat-like wing that span up to 50 feet. In addition, the blank is said to be nine feet tall and has the ability to affect car engines. What? Is that last part just came <laughs> the out? last no... part, yeah. I don't know what that is. The affect car engines? Okay, but it can't drive. It can just affect the, like it can <laughs> do some kind of pulse right. that, like turn them off or turn them on? <laughs> I don't know. He works at Jiffy Lube. I don't know. The bird monkey, the monkey bird, the pterodactyl monkey. Oh my god, you're right there. You're so close. <laughs> Pterodactyl has um, been is what people said too. And I'll say another comment right now just for you. From Houston Batman. You know, this could have been identified as a number of things. It's probably a hoax, but my guess is a gargle is the only possible. Oh, another thing that's interesting. <laughs> has there been a movie about this creature to your knowledge? To my knowledge, or, no. Yeah. Uh, what, what about book? Um, yeah, Maybe that's a stupid question. There's been a book written about every one of these things. Yeah, I guess to an extent. I mean, I haven't, I'm not familiar with any. I think although I've gotten, it sounds fairly close. I'm kind of stymied at this point. So I think I'm going to have to give up on guessing the exact name of this creature. Okay. And that's fair. I think this is one of the few that I would <laughs> I would have accepted the full name. And but like some of my other ones are a little more like uh, regional that have certain names that I feel like would be harder for you to guess. But Sam, you oh, basically the other said, ones are harder. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so I think I should give this one to you because this is the creature known as the bat squatch oh wow okay yep <laughs> so what does the picture look like the picture is very werewolf-esque with bat i would say but a lot of the other photos are just like a bigfoot with wings basically which would be pretty cool i think yeah well god if that was your easy one we're in for <laughs> oh, a long episode i'm, um, I'm sorry <laughs> my first one is also from the cryptid wiki lighthead three says pterosaur oh saw this and i can't oh but it could be also one of mine oh a tough game we play if this is another one of yours, then I'd say this is definitely more well-known than the Bat Squatch. 
Okay. There was an X-Files episode about this one. Actually, one of the worst X-Files episodes. So this is almost like a dinosaur, right? Mm, I. It's one of those things that is a mashup. Sure. It's like three or four different creatures stuck together. And it does have a place name in its name. I have a lot more comments too. Yeah, give me another. Create.idea says, you know what's dumb? People say they have a legitimate encounter saying it was this and that. They were obviously scared of something. This goes with all cryptids. And skeptics say all matter of factly as if they were there. No, it's just sunlight on a deer crouching in a weird way. Or it's just a bat. I could understand some explanations though, but some are ridiculous. That's all I have to say. Tell me if I'm wrong. I think I understand what he's saying in that sometimes the explanations people come up with to give a more mundane explanation are equally ridiculous, like seem just as coincidental. Like they seem to involve light hitting a certain thing in a certain way at a certain time of day. Oh, um, okay. Anyway, yeah. But I would thing- say a deer and a bat put be two of the things that this animal is made out of. Mm, just but any like it, anything that can fly is bat related. <laughs> I don't know if this can fly. It didn't look to me like it could fly. It did seem to have wings though. Is this like a delicious looking cryptid? No, it's not a very delicious look. No, so it's very like skin and bones almost. It has no mm, fat. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Gosh, I have no idea of a place. I think it, as soon as I say the place, you'll guess what it is okay but is i'm not gonna mothman? say with the neck it's not moth i did almost have mothman on here but i did not include him on this mothman is a good guess <laughs> i'm gonna need another comment um ruit the winged fox five says everyone's saying it's a prehistoric flying reptile or pfr as i call it then there's me who resorts to dragons a lot oh, and... oh okay yes i do remember this one this comment no, I think, but I think I remember them talking like about dragons. Oh, oh God, I don't know. Another comment. This is the one that, if you know it, you'll know it from this comment. Brainy Metronic says, I live in northern Jersey. I plan to head to the Pine Barrens at some point and try to find this beast myself. I wouldn't think of harming it, but I will take all that photographic evidence I need if I ever see it. I also want to look for the Gator Man while I'm at it. And a sidebar, I did image search the Gator Man, and it definitely looks like something from the Mario movie, <laughs> like a relation of Bowser or something. I was going to say like Killer Croc Suicide um, Squad movie. Yeah, yeah. He's watching BET. <laughs> okay, so this is the New Jersey Devil? Yeah, just, yeah, Jersey Devil, yeah. Jersey Devil. Yep, correct, the Jersey Devil. And yeah, like I said, the first bad episode of X-Files was about the Jersey Devil. The first of many, even though I love the show. <laughs> Wait, the first bad episode? Yeah, because oh, okay. I think it's like the third episode, maybe. Anyway, because the first one was good and maybe there was another good one. And then they like hit you with the Jersey Devil episode, <laughs> which is, yeah, not good. <laughs> okay. Well, I think it might be a tie from here on out, Sam, because I got some really hard ones coming at you. Unless you saw these while you were also searching. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> this might be a one How deep episode. did you go? I didn't go deep. I just was looking for cool comments. <laughs> okay, I'm going back to the wiki. Um, this is from Mabaird, who says, Japan has a blank as well that is part of a really popular series of anime and manga called, uh, I'm going to butcher this, but Jajeji no Kitaro. His name is Nazumi Otako. He is part human, part yokai, and fully jerk. 
And then Mabeard continues saying the author Shigeru Mizuki was instrumental in bringing the yokai back to popularity in Japan through his work with the above comics as well as other works. If you don't know about yokai already, and you really should if you are in this website, you really need to look them up. Nobody does crazy monsters better than Japan. Nobody. And I will say this cryptid does not exist in Japan. They are just making a, a similarity. Oh, okay, great. I was thinking of all the different yokai it could be. Uh, <laughs> but if you know if you know what that me- means, then you might I, be able to. I haven't seen to that guess. show. Yeah, I was going to guess the yokai that has like the eyeball in its anus. <laughs> The mm. the yokai with the long neck. The well, uh, like does that name not ring a bell? It's in I guess in Japanese. It's... Mizumi no whatever. No. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thought maybe that would have been a good one. So it's not in Japan. No. Nope. The Dover Demon. Hmm. That's a good one. I did see that one, but incorrect. It looks more like an alien. Yeah. It's just called the demon. What real animal is this maybe closest to? Let me throw some animals out there. And okay. Like, you tell me like warm or cold, like how close the animal is to whatever this thing is. Sure, love it. A, dude. a, a person. Uh warm a um bonobo Actually, no if you said on, on human going back you're blazing hot that's part of it <laughs> uh, human okay is this momo no okay person humanoid okay injured cold i saw that one the i didn't look into man. it yeah uh, is that, it's okay. like connected to mothman somehow oh okay. it was in that really disappointing mothman prophecies movie oh i haven't seen that uh one of the most disappointing <laughs> movie experience i saw it with a friend after we watched the BuzzFeed Unsolved on Mothman and that movie. I don't think Mothman even shows up. Maybe he shows up in some kind of hallucination, but it's a lot of Richard Gere having like phone calls where the other person's just breathing heavily like on the <laughs> other end of the line. Uh, yeah, maybe read some more comments. Yes, from Goosebump Geek. Master Splinter? Uh, a rat? Yes. Wait, how is this humanoid? Is this closer to a human or like a capybara? Closer to a human and a rat. Oh, like more of those like giant like rodents of unusual size mm, of a of a normal size of a humanoid size that well that's not normal for like a rodent <laughs> it's really obvious now i feel like what would you call master splinter a rat but the rat man of wherever he's from correct sam you got it it's the rat man of south end oh. <laughs> yes sam it is the rat man the rat man of south end uh the rat man of south end if i could go into it he is a local legend originating in the town of Southend-on-Sea in Essex in England. Centering around an underpass, the legend has it two variants, the commonality between them being the presence of a rat-like creature who appears in the pedestrian walkway at night. And the story goes is, you know, he's almost not even a cryptid. I don't know what we want to if we want to have a flag on the field for this, but he's almost just a ghost because the most commonly told story of the Ratman involves an old man who used to live under the underpass to escape the rain on cold nights. You know, one night he went for a walk and a bunch of teenagers beat him half to death, stole his blanket. Uh, He ended up dying from his injuries and he was found succumbed to hypothermia with a stiffening corpse being nibbled at by a bunch of vermin in the area. And then soon after, locals reported odd noises, namely high-pitched squealing 
shaking and the sound of nails dragging along the walls. Whether evidence of a real ghost or an overactive imagination, the fact remains that the story and the subsequent noises led to the locals dubbing the creature the Rat Men of South End. And one of the artist renderings is really good. It's just an underpass with like a hunched over rat in a cloak. I'm going to search the Rat Man of South End. Wait, so why is he a rat man? He's a man. He is a man, yeah. But I guess when his ghost came back, took the form of a rat, uh, as the legend these, tells. <laughs> some of these definitely look like they're from like the Red Wall series, if anyone read those as a kid. I'm seeing one where it's like a sort of translucent rat yes. in a underpass or tunnel kind of area. Uh, yeah. There's a short film called The Rat Man of South End. There's the obligatory videos with the red circle and the arrow pointing to it. <laughs> like with, uh, some really obscure blur. Yeah, but when you, when you say film, though, you mean like a YouTube film, right? Like there's a lot of there's, there's a lot of YouTube films just about any... I know, this one's on IMDb, actually. Oh, really? Oh, well, There is incredible. also a YouTube one. That's the red circle one. But yes, yeah, so going back to that Japanese comment by my Baird, I guess Nazumi Otoko translates to Ratman. So I guess Shigeru Mizuki wrote a yokai about Ratman. My next one is from Cryptid Fandom again. And Cryptid Hunter 25 says, What about that incident that happened on that bus in Canada a few years back? The man that had killed a passenger and ate his flesh on the bus. <laughs> Could that be on this page? And then someone says, Could have been a blank, but most likely he was just crazy. And yeah, <laughs> I mean, with the guy who, like, <laughs> with the guy who ate, like, the other guy's face on bath salts, is he a cryptid? I don't know. Oh um, actually, I think that was not true, maybe. But yeah, so that was uh, someone floating an idea. Up. <laughs> I witnessed a murder. Could it be a cryptid? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going to guess like a gargoyle vampire. Not a million miles, but no. But it has an affinity for flesh. Human yeah. flesh? Yeah, I, that's probably one of the top three things known for. I feel like a lot of the cryptids I found, like they weren't aggressive. They were kind of just like interesting cryptids. I didn't look for like murderous cryptids. Yeah, the um, rat man doesn't people, does he? No, the rat man just seems like a sad tale. <laughs> and the okay. bat squatch that's not aggressive the bat squats just didn't like cars it didn't like the noise of cars i'm sure the bat squatch has like signs outside of its home that say drive like your kids live here or slow down quiet zone side note about bat squatch when living out in north dakota i think I've, I've seen them in maine sometimes but i like like the big like eight foot tall cutouts of like the metal cutouts of like bigfoot that people will just put in like their yards or on their land there was one that i always drove by in north dakota they would always put like decorations on them but they hit them almost far enough away from the road to where you had to kind of do a double take to like be like oh shit was that what was that that's yeah, what i would two do two of I... my neighbors in maine had those cutouts in a position where it looks like they're approaching the road so as you're driving by you kind of do a double take you like you think something's coming onto the road because you see out of the corner of your eye and no there must be like one guy that makes out. those just sells it to like all, all the farmers in the world before i get another hint i'm gonna throw out a question would this cryptid would it be able to blend in with human society are oh. they are they walking among us that's an interesting question because there are actually two versions of this cryptid and one version definitely could not blend in and the other version definitely could interesting pass as a person and it's kind of 
back to the idea that cryptids are kind of folklore, but this is like folklore that's been kind of like cryptified in a way. Mm, um, yes. So um, Tefron Kinetic Tim says, I wouldn't call this a cryptid. In most traditions, it was a curse or a demon that affected those who ate human flesh. If you were looking for a scientific explanation, it would be more something like mad cow disease. Mm, is it a skinwalker? Close, yes, Ugh. but not. Does it have like a specific name? Yeah, it definitely has a specific name. Okay. Yeah. It's appeared in a Stephen King book, actually. Really? A Yeti? No. A skinwalker was close. Right, because that's like a Navajo. Yeah, this isn't Navajo, but it is Native American. But it's been modified. So to that point, Kelpie87 says, Sort of convinced there's a blank in the woods by my house. Very uncomfortable back there. And then someone called where the blank roams. So they have its name in their username. Um, <laughs> says, bring fire. Blanks fear fire. If you're lucky, you might find it and kill it. It's also recommended to bring a flare gun so you can kill it Dean Winchester style. So some survival tips if you ever have a like a revenant style encounter with this creature. Oh, and gosh. I noticed that a lot of people's usernames did have like the creature in the username. Yes, I also noticed that um, the rat man had a comment on his own post, um, but I didn't <laughs> I didn't include it because it wasn't funny. Um, it wasn't even a good. <laughs> no, after all that effort, he's a sad sack of shit, that rat man. I'll read oh, one more. Oh, wait. Oh, okay. oh. You know uh -huh. it? Is it a Wendigo? Correct. Yes, it is a Wendigo. And uh, yeah, the Stephen King book I was talking about is Pet Cemetery. Oh, okay. Which you I haven't that? read or seen. Is it a good one? Yeah, I think the book's pretty good. I, I guess I'd say in it would be like a generous word for what the Wendigo is. It's really just in the background. Like it's kind of the thing powering the pet cemetery, I guess. So it doesn't really appear, appear so much in the book it's more applied mm. um, but yeah it's from algonquin folklore and oh. there's kind of like two versions in the folklore it's like a cannibal like a corrupted person but the more modern version i think is the deer skull on the body um, oh yes so like yeah. the yeah the algonquin one i think is more humanoid so when you when you said stephen king i kind of went off on in my mind i went on the tangent of the outsider but i don't really know if they ever like name what he is or they they are yeah was it based on real folklore i don't know i don't i've never i didn't read the book but i watched the show and i really liked the show um, i did too so i wonder if but that that seems like something that definitely has some kind of folk folklore aspect to it so anyway we'll get to my third cryptid if i had to choose my favorite cryptid that i researched i think this would be it and i think you might know of it so this might be this might be the first one now. i know yeah okay and this is on reddit this is from r slash cryptozoology and i found from chris tuller probably like chrysler i think who says i literally just woke up from a dream about some blank eating my seal buddy and me trying to kill the blank out of revenge good thing i live in texas and blanks are not really an issue in everyday life hmm. um oh when he means navy seal okay yeah uh, i was picturing eating a seal um, no, uh, you're right. Eating oh, a seal. Oh, I think he he had oh, a dream he was. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, like a a selkie. That might that might be a thing. Mm, like folklorish kind of creature. A uh, yeah. A kelpie. Uh, no. A, a a troll. Like just a good old troll. A good old troll. No. A... This, this is a I would say a mixture between two animals. Your classic cryptid. Hmm. And I'm trying not to say the word because I feel like if well I don't know if we get to a point I'll say mm, the. No. Yeah, if I struggle enough, you can throw the word out there. Because yeah. <laughs> um, that, that word isn't in the name of this cryptid. 
The name is indigenous too, so that also might be a hint. I already guessed the Mapinguari for something else, right? That's yes. the like South American Bigfoot, not the Tasmanian monk walrus, um, owl man. Incorrect. Would you say like all cryptids would be considered endangered species? Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Assuming they're all real. Let's just assume that. There aren't any cryptids that would actually be plentiful. No, other than that furry trout. <laughs> well, that was rare. <laughs> I guess aliens. Aliens could be plentiful where they come from. Yeah. Do you have any other comments? I do. Um, from Fallen Seagull. All known whale ancestors that were at all capable of going onto land were long extinct for any modern human or even upright walking ape. So more likely they created a monster from the two non-human apex predators in their area. The only thing it's missing is polar bear claws. Oh. And then Our Dark replies to that saying, There is a separate giant polar bear monster with eight legs in Inuit mythology. Oh, is wait, is is this the monster that was in that TV show The Terror? Ooh. Based on that Dan Simmons book. Yeah, that's one of the best shows I've seen. Yeah, that was great. Um, I would say, Sam, I think I chose this cryptid because I thought it resembled that animal. Now, do you remember what it was called? <laughs> did it have... Fuck, did it have a... I definitely don't know. Is it? Is it like an Inuit word? Yes. Oh, okay. Which, uh, yeah, I think will be difficult um, for you to guess. But uh, if you can describe to me what the animal is. Okay, so it's not the animal in the terror that was kind of like the polar bear thing. Part polar bear. Let's let's leave it at that. What's the other part? Like steel walrus. I think in the terror, it's like almost like a straight up. Polar yeah, that's bear. what I was thinking. It does the terror. This one, this one is a combination from Asriel Ever. This is at least part of a plot point in a fiction book called Ice Hunt by James Rollins, which I didn't look up, but I might now because I feel like I really liked script. Is it like a bear and then like a thing like a oh yes uh, like a like a whale or like a yes whale like a killer whale yeah what else oh there's a third thing okay no no no. it was it was two things what are what are they oh it's not a, pol a polar orca <laughs> a bear orca wait polar bear is not one of them uh okay some other arctic version of an animal would you say this is your mo most dangerous animal of the ones you've the most uh deadly yeah i think so just for what like the real like what a real orca like they're on their level of metal this thing would be like above that so this could prey on an orca yeah oh uh yeah i mean i think it would probably try to if, if it doesn't recognize them as, as a kin hmm. like a polar bear leopard seal oh yeah that'd be a crazy a polar bear walrus i guess i don't know how fierce walruses are well i just think it has the fang mm, yeah. um, no this one's got it's got sharp i mean yeah it's mostly orca but what's the other animal think about your basic arctic predator an orca albatross it can't fly this one uh, can walk on land and swim a penguin orca if it were to hunt it would hunt in a pack and a pod a a wolf orca you're right oh, sam <laughs> it's a wolf orca hybrid <laughs> obviously i couldn't guess the name though if you were to guess if you had any guess at all i would have guessed would... like uh, okay i'm not gonna make up some <laughs> no i don't think you should either it's, it's i was named... about to do something <laughs> <laughs> its name is uh Aklut, which is i think that's how i'm pronouncing it right it's ak H-L-U-T. You can look it up. It's really cool. It's a gigantic wolf-orca hybrid from Inuit mythology. It's super yeah. cool looking. <laughs> yeah, that's um, a pretty sweet cryptid. One of these has a saddle on it. The Yeah, the cryptozoology post says, could the Inuits encountered an ancient ancestor of orcas slash whales back in the days and it slowly became a myth that was from the encounter? I don't know if that's true, but I do think it reminded me of the terror monster. 
This might be better than the terror monster, actually. Maybe. Well, yeah, yeah. that's the thing, too. Like, the really only respite we as humans have from the most metal of animals, the orca, and my favorite animal, which I've said before on the podcast, is that we live on land. But man, if they had the ability to also be on land, that thing is terrifying. Yeah, can you imagine in the terror, like uh, in the snowstorm, you just see that black fin coming through the like the miasma of snow? That'd be a great Great TV show. show. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm yeah, but yeah, but I think I might look up Ice Hunt by James Rollins. Yeah, maybe we can both read that for the next episode. Oh yeah, this is a cool book. I'm looking at it right now. Best selling author. Carved into a moving island of ice size twice the United States. Ice Station Grendel has been abandoned for more than seventy years. The twisted brainchild of the finest minds of former Soviet Union. It was designed to be inaccessible and virtually invisible. Cool. You pick more like interesting, maybe cryptids. I pick more kind of one like strata below what everyone thinks of when they think of like cryptid um, which i also should have done for a more interesting yeah, show but well i mean i wouldn't have known of this thing if not, if you hadn't dug a little deeper <laughs> my next one is a little uh, more off the beaten path i think it's my first un-american crypt i don't think this has ever been cited in the states this is from the monstrum youtube channel asher yafe says being an ancient greek geographer must have been so fun just being able to sit around and make up stuff about other countries Yeah, man, there's a big worm in India that eats horses. Source, come on, man, just trust me. And then someone replies, the days when no one bothered fact-checking because they were gullible enough to swallow anything. And then someone else replies, well, actually, the original guy replies, I don't think it was about fact-checking. The average ancient Greek person couldn't just pack up and move to India to look for a big worm. So believing it without evidence is kind of their only option. And then the last person says, actually, these ancient authors were usually lied to by local tour guides. For example, locals in Gaul, ancient France, managed to convince Julius Caesar that the deer did not have joints in their legs and had to lean against trees in the forest to sleep. (laughs) Also, yeah, I wonder in what context Julius Caesar would be pausing in his campaign to ask about how deer sleep. Yeah, Um, maybe. I guess war is boring. War is boring or... Like, hey, how come our food source is so scarce? It's like, oh, well, you're not looking for the trees that they're leaning against. Yeah, we think that would make them really easy to hunt. Just put tar on the trees or some kind (laughs) of like adhesive. (laughs) I do like to think, though, that people weren't gullible so much as they were starved of like entertainment. So like creating this myth about what I assume is the Mongolian death worm. Uh, Correct. Yeah, this is the Mongolian death worm. It's the dune worm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I assume people would just like they wouldn't disprove it or like be gullible, but they would be like, yeah, I think that could exist because we're so unsure about everything like what you know like i'm sure they sell like whales and we're like why if something can be that big why can't also a worm be that big you know so and that's not a terrible instinct because you see something tiny now and there was some point in its history or its evolution that it was giant like yeah back in the cretaceous that termite was the size of a wheelbarrow or something. oh yeah like turtles yeah like everything just used to be bigger but i do think it makes sense that people were lying to people at a certain point you know and that's how legends become legends but yeah there were a lot of comments talking about dune and i guess the worms in dune that's where they get the like drug the spice mm-hmm. they like milk the worm or something and snort it i don't know <laughs> can you confirm as someone who's actually read the book i thought that just the spice was just in the desert and so like the oh, okay. worms were like eating it but then also like if you were like digging you could also get it so 
Hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. But then it's like the worms excreted it. Oh, maybe I don't. I I guess I don't remember that part. Or maybe they didn't go so much into that in the first movie or the first book. I mean, uh, I'll also leave. I mean, I guess I already left Northrica, but I'll leave it again for my next. Uh, we're going back back to cryptids fandom. Just kidding. We're going back to Reddit. This is back in r slash cryptozoology. This is from Sir Aaron Paul, who says, "Loved when the guy from Vice visited that tribe, claimed to know where the dinosaur." lived but in order to see it he had to pass a sacred ritual tripping balls basically and he couldn't make it through the night so he wasn't able to see it lol classic and then this person says i will take one for the team and trip balls to see dinosaurs i will even go to the congo to do it this is a dinosaur like cryptid is this like a surviving mm -hmm. dinosaur like a spinosaurus that they think is still around or something not a spinosaurus the uh, t-rex the allosaurus nope is this in the amazon no it is not if you were going to hunt this thing what weapon would you choose well in the photos it looks like spears but i think that's because th these have been around for a while but also i think a megalodon that's yep that's pretty close the meg Oh wait, sorry. Well, I forgot what a megalodon was. You're a incorrect. Shark. <laughs> it's not. A, it's not a megalodon. I don't know why I thought. So I'm totally on the wrong track. Yeah. Okay. This is in Central Africa. So megalodon would be cold on the like the heat chart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> would you say this can breathe air? Yes. Um, okay. like one of those ancient whales, like a basilosaurus. Mm, no. Do you have any other comments? I do, I do. From Thunder Poon Slayer. It's a great name. Uh, is this the one that artist David Cho tried to find? He ended up in a village where they seemed pretty sincere that this existed and were ready to show him. They ended up going deep into the wild where it became too difficult to traverse and was going to run into leeches and other harmful parasites. The whole thing seems far-fetched, but it's a fun idea to run with. Is this something that has existed? Yes, and is similar to other other cryptids i would okay. say that's like an interesting thing that cryptids include like things that are that definitely did exist but are probably almost definitely extinct now mm -hmm, yeah like megalodon would be a cryptid if you think it's still swimming around this is something that's extinct but it's not a mammoth and it's not he's not aquatic no it is um, i would say not aquatic though i haven't seen this is movie it amphibious no and it's not like a, it's not a dinosaur um, it is oh wait is it okay it's not a like predator dinosaur it's like is it like the classic dinosaur like an iguanodon iguanodon no it's not an iguanodon <laughs> um, it's not a death claw from fallout <laughs> um one of the feathered dinosaurs like no. a ornithopteryx <laughs> what about whatever dinosaur the good dinosaur was in the picture movie sam i think you're pretty close i think that's oh, basically a... it what was that like a brontosaurus yeah like a diplodocus or a brachiosaurus yeah i mean it's i'm gonna say it's all the long it's like the long neck yes. dinosaur with the um the sauropod the plant eating yes maybe this you'd be able to know by this but from user deleted no name one of my favorite movies was based on this baby secret of the lost legend terrible by today's standards but i think it holds up well for practical effects of the early 90s have you seen that movie I definitely haven't seen that movie. Okay, I thought maybe maybe you would have um, or not. I don't know. I mean, probably this dinosaur is in Dinotopia too. Right, yeah. But yeah, uh, but say, I'm just going to, I mean, that's what it it's, is. It's, you know, it's... Um, oh, but it doesn't have a dinosaur name. It has some cryptid name like that. It has a cryptid name, yeah. It's, yeah, like, and, and it's, it's African, so if you want to take a guess at that. <laughs> oh, shit. 
I, th- <laughs> I think guessing in other languages is difficult because it's just me. It would just be me making up like nonsense words. I'll surrender in terms of guessing <laughs> okay. the name. Um, yeah, I mean, I would say it's it's almost like, you know, if Loch Ness Monster was around at this time, it makes, I guess, kind of sense for Africa to have its own version that walk. Its name is Mokeli Mbebe. It's a Central African cryptid described as a large semi-aquatic animal sighted since the 1900s. Theories on what the cryptid is range from a hoax, a surviving sauropod, local folklore, a large undiscovered reptile, a misidentification, and a large... It's pretty big to be hard to find. Yeah. I would say, based on the lore drawing that I have in front of me, I would say the human standing next to it throwing a spear is about probably, you know, the size of like a human to an elephant. So I think that's fair. I really don't understand how the brain that runs something that big can be so small and distant from the main body. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. We don't really have to count that one. Getting it. I mean, I don't know if we have to count any of these points. It's pretty, this is a pretty uh, hard, hard episode. Like I said, I've forgotten that this is a a game show at all. So (laughs) this Um, is just cryptid time with Nick and Sam. Cryptid talk. Welcome to the crypt. We can do drinking games now, too, because I don't podcast from my car anymore. (laughs) I don't have to drive home. Anyway, my next one is from also the Monstrum channel on YouTube, and it's called Don't Let Them In, the Urban Legend of Blank-Eyed Children. Sam Wan says, the scariest part is that the blanks wanted to see the Mortal Kombat movie. These things Um, might be better theater goers than some people I run into when I (laughs) go to the movies. They don't have phones as far as I know. Uh, is it the minions from Despicable Me? Not minions. More humanoid. Minions wear clothes, though. Yeah, but they're like bananas <laughs> or whatever they are. They're waffles. I would say they're much closer to you and I than minions. Really? Yeah. So I thought I haven't seen like, but I thought the lore behind minions. We're going off on a tangent. Minions are cryptids. There's they're lore living. behind minions. Well, I think so. I think they're they're pretty lore, but I thought they were like humans that were like uh, transformed. You know, like kind of like Titans in Attack on Titan. Mm, really? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I could be talking out of my ass, but I thought they I, I can in. put that on. Cryptids.fandom, and I wouldn't be laughed at, I'll say. Do minions have an entry on the cryptid fandom site? <laughs> no, but we should Anyone do that. Anyone can edit, yeah. Night <laughs> Closer Riser. to you and I. Okay, so they're more human. Yes. They're, and and well, is there, there's multiple of them? Like, they're, it's yes. a group? It's a group sighting? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, all the sightings have been groups of these things. So they're like a Children of the Corn kind of, like, yeah, creature? very close, yeah. Oh, okay. um, I wonder if Stephen King was at all inspired by these, actually. Night Riser 271828 says, I'd also add that kids can be creepy because they haven't fully internalized cultural norms around appropriate behavior, including some level of self-awareness and empathy. Anyone who's woken up to their kids staring quietly at them for who knows how long can attest to this. Innocence in this sense is creepy. Are they like the little, I don't know what they're called, but they're like the little girls in Bioshock with the big daddies. Oh, like the little sisters? The little sister and big daddy, yeah. Mm, Yeah, yeah. Yes, basically. Are they like drowned children, like mer children? They have like a specific name, but yeah, I think there is some theory that they're ghost children or something like that. Wait, okay, I found when I was searching there was there was <laughs> you just group... Google, <laughs> you just found it online. Yeah. No, but I'm remembering on cryptids when I was searching on cryptids.fandom, are they the butterfly people? 
Ooh, no. Oh, okay. I need to look those up afterwards. <laughs> I almost included them, but the comments weren't that. There wasn't a deep vein of comments. Um, the dark, um, the dark voxel says, "Glad you did an episode on these guys. The whole part about the bek." having robotic speech begging to be let into your house and being tied to culturally specific fears really reminded me of the original men in black it would be cool to see you dissect them too or explain why these fears keep manifesting in our urban legend oh uh, yeah so bek is the Ac- yeah the acronym of what they're called well i, th- I think the k is for kid correct yeah the k okay. is for kid okay and i think the b is for big they're normal size oh okay the first sighting of them or one of the first that they mentioned in the video is this guy in his car being approached by these things and uh they asked him to take them to the mortal Kombat movie so this is like in the 80s and the more the first mortal Kombat movie was out i guess oh so they're like are they like benevolent evil kids i wouldn't say they're benevolent although they, uh, they didn't really do anything are they like an omen of, of mm. another cryptid to come i don't think so no they're like their own i mean children of the corn was a pretty close guess uh captain steve says there's a type of fairy known as fuck uh bougie alien yes yes bougie alien which presents itself as creepy children with dark eyes who inspire fear and dread when blank appear could we be seeing ancient members of the fae uh, sure <laughs> <laughs> yes the answer is yes <laughs> so as a blue-eyed children no and the bound. last person the last person called t-bear aspirin says finally a monster i'll never have to worry about since i avoid human or monster children all the time lol so a, a child hater so are these children found where you would find normal children so they're able to well, blend I think in i think the sighting zone like the uk oh and actually it was like around some place i think where there were abductions or a serial killer or something so people thought they're ghosts of like the victims of some like serial killer or something like that and other people think there's some kind of mini men in black or something i don't know i mean obviously all the reports are like kind of conflicting in terms of what they are they can kind of be whatever you want them to be gosh um you just have to guess like one word is it a color is the first word a color sure yeah black eyed kids yeah black eyed kids correct <laughs> they're just urban legends of these creepy kids that approach people and ask them over and over again to see the mortal combat <laughs> oh just that one specifically <laughs> and that was what one of the sightings was and they just kept repeatedly asking this guy in his car to take them to the mortal combat movie in these kind of like droning flat voices so yeah terrifying encounter i don't think he took them though I mean, children on their own can be cryptids. I'm fair with that because I do think children are creepy. Yeah. You have one more, right? I do. And this is, I think, my only one from YouTube. But I also went on to the cryptid wiki to verify and to get maybe a better description. But here is a comment under the YouTube video from Emerald Kitsune who says, I read an old Native American story, something kind of like that. Long story short, there was a giant that drank blood like a vampire. A hero goes to battle the giant and beats the giant when the giant fell off a mountain. The giant's body shatters like glass, only instead of glass shards, every piece turned into a blank. And that's how blanks are made. It's a really cool legend. I just hope I can have the book where the legend came from. Is this about like the 
legends of a race of like giants in North America that preceded people. No. Is this... And I blanked out the name because that's not really what the name of this thing is, but I feel like that would have given it away. Is this the Fresno Nightcrawler? Oh, that's Sam. You're on the right track because I feel like Hmm. I saw that when I was looking for this one because here's a good hint for you. It's an insect. Oh, I don't... Actually, I don't think the Fresno Nightcrawler is an insect. Really? I thought it was under the insects tab. Uh, it, It has like the name Nightcrawler, but it's basically just a fancied up alien. Oh, okay. A lot of times these cryptids, they look just like aliens, but they're named something else. Okay, insect. A a roach man. Like the thing <laughs> in Men in Black. The guy's filled with like roaches or whatever. Oh, yeah. That's so gross. No, not roach man. A giant centipede. Oh, close. No. That's a, what I thought the Nightcrawler was. Or there was another name. There's some other be. centipede thing. It should be. Unfortunately, whoever came up with the Nightcrawler or like saw it. <laughs> Just saw like the classic alien. I do say I like the name of this uh, crypt. It's okay. very, it's a, it's a very cryptid name. Let me think of in- insect cryptid. Mothman, the butterfly people, uh, <laughs> Mantis Man. Oh, Mantis uh, Man's also good. Uh, what are those? The the Triffids. Oh wait, those are plants. Never mind. You want another comment? Sure. From Jasno GT, The Mist is a great film. Highly underrated. One of my favorites. Just rewatched it recently after a few years. Yeah, The Mist is a great film. It has a great ending. Yeah. I know some people hate the ending, but I think it's the ending of The Mist I thought was fantastic. <laughs> okay, so some kind of like giant bug, not Mothman. I do remember some kind of bug or mantis thing flying into the supermarket. Yeah, what were those? They were like flying like hornets or wasps or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm, the... Name another flying bug. A Katie did. A cricket. It has a specific, right? Yes. Um, and I'm going to give it to you whenever you okay. get it because uh, you're not well, going to get I'm, the actual I'm, name. Yeah, maybe I should have gone through the alphabetical list of cryptids just so I, I had those memorized. Would you like another comment? Oh, yeah. Do you have more? Yeah. From Hannah Revis. These bloodsuckers are real. I just know it. Of mis- mosquito men? The me- <laughs> giant mosquitoes? Giant mosquitoes. Uh, I'm going to give it to you, Sam. Specifically, this one is called the Avesboro Galley Nipper. Cool name, right? A cool name and one I never would have guessed. Although I, I, think so. I feel like all my uh, guesses should be half points at this point. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, I mean, I don't know. We, we, you know, we can we could just call this just a fun little bonus episode or something. But yeah, this but is yeah. like a side episode to the animal episode. Yeah, the Avesboro Galley is a giant mosquito reportedly as large as a hawk, but some people also have it be as large as like a dog. The sting it carries on its head could slice all the way through a man's arm, and a bite from the galley Alley nipper could mean death because it could drain all the blood from a man in a single gulp. This is, I guess, this legend that more than alligators, more than bears, more than panthers that hid in trees, the lumbermen who worked in the swamps of North Carolina feared the galley nipper. I was, when searching, this was the last cryptid I found, I was like, you know what? I haven't had any insect representation for my cryptids. And when I was looking them up, I saw this one. But yeah, I feel like of cryptids, I don't want to be real, but are probably the most chance of happening of being real in the future. I would say bugs are up there. I yeah I I didn't like the uh, Eon Flux opening titles right. of that anime where she like closes her eye on that 
insect fly or whatever and traps it in her eyelash. Uh. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, move, moving on, we're going back to the cryptid wick and back to Ohio. And someone called Clowns Are Funny 1429 just says, what a king. <laughs> what a king? Yeah, what a king. <laughs> a king of the jungle. So like a, a jaguar, a big jaguar. This is in Ohio. Oh, of Ohio. Is it like a big, a big cow, a big bull? No, it's big for what it is. Um, someone named Bill Cage is quoting the article and he says, the blank has had five sightings, one in 1955, two in 1972, and one in 2016, quote. And then he says, that's only four. <laughs> <laughs> and the next person uh, says, if Pepe... Oh, is it like King Toad? Mm, king Frog? No, it's not a king. That Giant... person was just saying... Giant frog, giant toad. I mean, you're you're guessing, you're guessing basically huh. what it is. But there are a lot of comments. You little Ren says, okay, I'm confused. So the first bloke said the frog held a, quote, wand above his head, but no one else said it had a wand. <laughs> so what the hell was the wand? I'm so confused. Uh, I, I'm already going to give it to you because you have- I was just trying to think of a cool name for it. <laughs> it's is the it... name of the place, so you're not going to get that. Well, let me just name a place in Ohio. Is it the Columbus killer frog someone called roughly 25 dog says i grew up loveland which is why i'm kind of sad that i didn't find out about him until literally a month but i've come to love him and then someone says don't even get me started on the castle loveland is such a dang weird place and i love it wholeheartedly so it's loveland ohio which i guess has a castle so it's like a frog in a castle they just brought up the castle i don't think the frog he doesn't come from a castle and from what i say there's only one sighting Describes <laughs> holding a wand. Oh, so this is a really niche cryptid. I hadn't heard of it. The Loveland Frog. Uh, yeah, I'll give it to you. Okay, it's the Loveland Frogman. Oh. And if you can imagine this, it's the picture that accompanies this article is a sort of child-sized frog tiptoeing on its hind legs across backcountry road at night, I'd say. And yeah, according to this article, the Loveland Frog is the only species of frog that is bipedal. <laughs> so in other words, there are no bipedal frogs. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even considered a frog, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, so I guess some sheriff or something was driving on a road at night and hit something. It's the Loveland frog. And he no. <laughs> and he killed it and took it to his friend and was like, hey, bro, look at this or whatever. But um, <laughs> I think someone talked about the frogman trying to pull her into the ditch <laughs> or something <laughs> on the side of the road or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's a bipedal frog that's about like four feet tall. So uh -oh. I feel like the Loveland Frogman and the Ratman of South End are very <laughs> sympathetic cryptids. <laughs> the Frogman is less sympathetic. It does seem to be like trying to pull. It's a prankster. Marshes. Yes, <laughs> it's the the clown prince of the swamp. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I think that does it for cryptids. I mean, we're not really keeping score from this episode. No, this is just a fun I, one. I mean, this is a, this is a learning episode. <laughs> I didn't episode. Really any of them, but it was fun to going through cryptids. Um, yeah, it's fun to do one-offs every now and again. I don't know what we'll be doing next. Why don't you just watch The Vampire's Kiss? Maybe we can watch that together. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, no, there'll be a time. We'll, we'll pick a movie to watch. But anyway, goodbye <laughs> to cryptids. I'm a believer. I forget to game show sometimes because of how <laughs> liberal we are with like, the scoring. <laughs> yeah.
I'll see people make that argument for like, why are security cameras still so low quality? Like, why are is they it all just blocking? They're running all the time. Oh, I thought it was just because places were cheap and they were like, this is what we're going to use. Like, it's a stopgap. Or they want to give you like a, a gentleman's chance. <laughs> yeah, we still like thieves. Thieves should yeah. exist still. If we didn't have such grainy footage, what would you circle in your thumbnail? Like, <laughs> where would the red circle go? Where, where would the arrow be pointing to? <laughs> So uh, that closes the closes the cryptid closes us out. Blah, 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 blah.